Are you ready to elevate your doula business to the next level? I want to introduce you to the ultimate guide to crafting your kick-ass doula packages. Whether you're a seasoned doula looking to refresh your offerings or just starting out in the field, this free guide is your roadmap to success. In this guide, you'll find strategies to tailor your services for your clients, ways to make the prices sustainable for you and something that you feel really great about, and different creative ways to make your doula packages unique to you and not just the same as everybody else's in the industry. This is a free guide and you can download it right now. Head over to hurrahdoulaservices.com slash doula packages to get your copy today. Hello, welcome back to Kaylee Daily, the bi-weekly podcast. I am Kaylee Harad. Um, I am doula, childbirth educator, postpartum doula, um, mom, wife. I need to hone in on what exactly I am sharing with you in this intro. Um, and this um, podcast is all about answering questions about pregnancy, postpartum, lactation, fertility, birth not in that order. Um, and so if you are new to the podcast, I would love it if you subscribed, like, and comment, share it if you feel so inclined. Um, come on over to Instagram and hang out with me there um, and send me a question that you would like answered. So nothing is off limits. Any question that you have, um, I will be happy to dive into it with you. Um, well, on the podcast with everybody. Um and I um, really love hearing from you because then I know what is like pertinent to you right now. So today's question is back to birth. Um, and now I am going to be honest that I think probably we're going to have an exponentially larger number of questions about birth because so much of my work is in the prenatal and birth field. Um, but I am trying to balance it with some postpartum and lactation questions. So, you know, I'm doing my best. Um, so today's question is, what should I eat in labor? Okay. So, um, first of all, I am not your medical provider. This is not medical advice. This is information and entertainment only. Please speak to your own medical provider about medical advice specific to you. Okay. So. Um, what should I eat in labor? Now, this is a question again, like all of them, that, that it depends. In general, labor is a very physical, very hard thing to do. So you need good fuel, right? So eat things. <laughs> um, now, let me be more specific. So, um, in early labor, I really emphasize eating things that you love. So in maybe the next episode, I will talk about oxytocin. So sometime soon, talk about oxytocin. And that is a huge part of what I teach in my um, class with my students, my clients, because I think it's super, super important to um, hone in on what actually raises your oxytocin levels because oxytocin is actually a really huge part of the birth process, okay? So that being said, 
early labor is the perfect time to eat, um, like to sustain yourself, right? Because later in labor, you might not really feel like eating and or you might get nauseous or you might start throwing up. So, um, you're welcome for all of that lovely stuff to look forward to. However, those are signs of progress. So if you start throwing up, get excited about it. Not really. I hate throwing up. So I don't blame you if you don't get excited about it. But also you can be like, oh, this is the worst. And it means I'm progressing. Yay. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. Um, No, that's not what that means. Double-edged sword. It's a blessing and a curse. That's maybe a better analogy. Anyway, um, so the first thing that I'll say is you need energy. Okay, so you should not give birth while fasting. That's all. There's lots of evidence behind that. Um, There are very few situations that require completely fasting, like almost none, but very few. Okay, so um, have some good quality food planned for early labor. Okay. If you're in spontaneous labor, you are probably at home during that time. So it's easy to eat really whatever you'd like. I recommend that you have something special waiting for you for that time because the anticipation of that thing also is exciting and raises oxytocin levels. So um, now once you are in active labor, having things that are more strategic and nutrient dense is very helpful. You can find recipes online for things like labor aid, which have a good mix of like electrolytes and um, like herbs or teas that are sustaining and helpful for labor. And so that kind of stuff is amazing. Also really good to have um, easy, like small doses of protein. So some people like to eat like nuts or something where you're eating one at a time. You're not like overloading your system with food. Um, Things that are quick, things that are a small commitment, things that are shelf stable (laughs) so that you, um, they don't go bad while you're like slowly eating through them with the exception of like fresh fruits and veggies. If you really love to chomp on like cucumbers or berries or whatever, those are perfect snacks for labor. So totally have those ready. Um, but obviously they need to be refrigerated if they're going to be out for a long time. Um, but one of the reasons that this comes up a lot in labor is that many hospitals, still have the policy of clear liquids only in the midst of labor. Now, um, there's some history behind that, right? Um, It used to be recommended that everyone in labor essentially act like they're on their way to to surgery um, because it was possible that a C-section would happen, right? There are some folks would argue that that's part of why some of those C-sections happen because everyone was fasting. Um, But, There has been an update in that recommendation. So um, there's a group called the Society of American Anesthesiologists. I'm pretty sure that's what they're called. Um, I will link to their updated recommendation in the show notes so that you have it to refer to. Um, And their basic update is low-risk pregnancies um, should be allowed People with low-risk pregnancies, the people who are pregnant, should be allowed to eat during labor. They would benefit from a small meal, is a quote from them. So 
Um, in my experience, that's true. You need some sustenance in the midst of labor. Now, there are, of course, scenarios where there are medications that you're, that you have that require that you only have clear liquids or, um, you are, um, you have some kind of health risk that requires it. However, those are not super common. So it's worth looking into that evidence for yourself, weighing it against your own medical history, having a conversation with your provider about that, looking into what your hospital policies are if you're giving birth at a hospital. Um, typically, out-of-hospital birth does not have that kind of policy. I don't know of any out-of-hospital providers who make you do any kind of fasting. So that's really a hospital thing. However, let's say you are a person who, for whatever reason, needs to be on clear liquids, then be strategic about those liquids, okay? So the hospital generally has things like um, juices, like orange juice, apple juice, cranberry juice a lot of times. Um, they often have jello. They sometimes have things like popsicles or Italian ice. Um, they often have like, um, hot water for coffee or tea, um, both of which count as a clear liquid if they don't have milk in them. They usually have like an ice and water machine. Okay. However, things like protein are still really important. Now, some hospitals, have like powdered broth, for instance, that they can make you. But if that's not your favorite, maybe bring something with you. Um, one thing that's very high in protein is bone broth. There are also a few different drinks that are like workout recovery type drinks that have collagen in them that um, are high in protein, but they're not like um, like a shake. They're like an actual juice or like flavored water kind of thing with protein. So that's another thing to look into. You also definitely want some electrolytes. So that can be with like electrolyte tablets. It could be um, coconut water is amazing for that. It could be Gatorade or something like that. Um, this is a time in labor when you also want some significant sugar at particular times, right? So not if you're trying to rest, <laughs> but like before pushing, for instance, it can be really helpful to have some drinks of soda or like a high sugar, something like Gatorade um, or vitamin water, something like that. I know vitamin water doesn't seem like it, but it is real high in sugar. Um, I'm not saying it's not delicious because it is, but it has a very high sugar amount. So those are some good things to think about. Now, when you think about what you should eat in labor, also think about who is supporting you in labor and what they should eat. Now, I don't mean your team. Like you don't need to feed. Well. In most cases, you don't need to feed your team, like your provider and your doula. We usually feed ourselves. Um, however, some home birth teams do ask that you, like, have some food on hand for them in case they're there for a long time. But um, your partner, your spouse, partner, or family member who's supporting you, like, whoever is your, like, like emotional and personal support person also needs food, Okay. So remember I said the hospitals have things like juice and jello and whatnot. Some of them have like cafeterias. Some of them have like a little coffee shop or something like that. But it's important to know when those things are open and if you have access to them, especially if you're giving birth in the midst of COVID, because there are certain restrictions in place right now that are not usually in place. Okay. 
So that is some research to do on your birth hospital if you're giving birth in a hospital. So you have an idea of what it looks like to be able to access food there and also what you have access to in terms of preparation. Because lots of hospitals have something called a nourishment room where you can like stick something in the fridge or use the microwave or those sorts of things, meaning that you could pack your own little lunch, right, or dinner or 2 a.m. snack or whatever it is. But you need to know that in advance. So ask your provider um, or just give the, the labor and delivery unit a call at the hospital and ask them, right? Um, if you're giving birth out of hospital, but not at your house, so like a birth center, ask them what it looks like there. Because they usually don't have things like vending machines and juice and stuff like that. So you might need to bring more stuff with you to a birth center, but they typically have a kitchen. So usually you can use a microwave and a fridge and a freezer and a coffee pot and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it depends on the place. So you want to make sure to ask them. So the bottom line is, what should you eat in labor? It depends on what you like, what you want to eat. But being strategic about it is one of the most important things in terms of preparation. Okay. So I will see you on the next episode. Make sure that you subscribe, like, comment, etc. Um, and head over to Instagram and send me some questions so that I can answer the questions that you have. All right. See you soon.